Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we're with you each and every weekday from 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific, and we do stream live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Be sure to check us out there. All you have to do is search Picks and Parlays or hashtag Parlay Radio. You can check us out. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I'd love to hear from you. And by the way, if you'd like to comment or participate in the show, just look for us on any one of our social media platforms and fill out the comment section. We'll see it here and try to put it up on the screen and uh, talk about it during the show because uh, we know you like to sound off as well. All right, let's talk some college basketball. It is Big Monday. And who better to talk Big Monday than Craig El Huapo Trap. Craig, how are you doing today? Pretty excited. This is, uh, you know, the day after the Super Bowl can be good or bad, depending on how you came off of, of course, Super Bowl Sunday. I didn't come off so good. 0-3 yesterday, man. Ouch. I, yeah, I thought I had that over. I thought I was going to get lucky after the uh, all those late points, but uh, San Francisco threw the late touchdown or the late interception. But either way, it's a good bounce back day. We got a good three games in college basketball for Big Monday on ESPN, and then of course, big slate of the NBA today. And of course, uh, next. Uh, segment we're going to be talking NBA with Tony Tellers as well, so uh, it is a basketball extravaganza today, and we'll be doing a lot more of this, obviously, as the football season's behind us, and we're now into the stretch run for college. We're also into the very, very heavily into the second uh, portion of the season in the NBA, so it'll be uh, fascinating stuff. If you like to bet hoops, this is your home, and again, Monday through Friday, we are with you at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live on iHeartRadio, iTunes as well. And the podcast, if you miss any part of the show, podcast available immediately at the end of the show at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. All right, let's get to uh, some college basketball, Craig. Let's start with the ACC, uh, the Tar Heels. Uh, against the uh, Florida State Seminoles, the Tar Heels ten and eleven, seven and fourteen against the spread. The Seminoles eighteen and three, ten and eleven against the spread. Uh, the Heels are two and four on the road, and against the spread, they are two and nine. They are having a bit of a rough time of it right now. Actually, uh, they have uh, they are only four wins, six losses. They lost, I believe, that was to. Uh, was that Boston College? Was that yeah. last, last year? 70 to 71. And they've gone over, in total's gone over in six of their last seven games. And in conference play, they are only three and seven as opposed to uh, the Seminoles, who are currently eight and two in conference at home. A perfect 10 and 0 for the Seminoles on the road uh, and against the spread, four and six. For the Seminoles as well, they are obviously on a massive win streak uh, in the last 10 games. They are nine wins and one losses. They did lose uh, to, was that Virginia, I Virginia. believe? They lost 56-61. Yeah. Uh, uh, they are obviously going to be big favorites, and they are nine-and-a-half-point home favorites with a total of 145. Craig, seems like this one's pretty much by the book. Well, and you look at as far as straight-up win, yeah, I think Florida State's going to win this game. Obviously, the nine-and-a-half point says that. But anytime you can get a North Carolina team that has at least one lottery pick. Cole Anthony is going to be a lottery pick. As a double-digit favorite, and I believe me, I have bet against Roy Williams more than probably any human alive, it feels like. Uh, usually they're way overrated. This year is the one year that they're not. 
uh, because of their poor record. You've been getting some fair numbers on the public team of North Carolina. I think this is a spot after that disappointing home loss to a bad Boston College team. I think you see a big bounce back spot. We probably got an extra three points because of that home loss. I like North Carolina getting the nine and a half points here. I also think the over is a solid play. You know, the Florida State team has been really good in their last five. They're four and one straight up, but only one and four with the last uh, win at Virginia Tech as their only cover of those last five games. So Yes, they've been winning games, but they've been close. I mean, of those games, 54-50 win at or a uh, home against Virginia, 83-79 overtime loss uh, or win at Miami, bad Miami team by the way, 85-84 uh, home win against Notre Dame, and then like you said, they lost to Virginia, um, and then bounced back with a 74-63 win at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is not that great either. Right. So to me, I think you have to take a North Carolina team. A lot of those losses when Cole Anthony was injured. So he's back. I like uh, the North Carolina team to cover here. I don't think they, they pull a big upset, but I do think they get a nice sweet cover for us betters. Well, you're right. I mean, Florida State, all one and four against the spread in the last five. And interestingly enough, though, the total's gone over in 10 of their last 14 against yeah. the Tar Heels. So some good numbers there. All right, let's move along, shall we, to uh, the Big 12, the Baylor Bears against the Kansas State Wildcats. The Bears 19-1, and 14-6 against the spread. The Wildcats are 9-12, and 9-12 and 12 against the spread. Did I say the Bears were 9-1? and one? They're 19-1. and one. Yeah. I will uh, correct myself there. Small problem. The last 10, well, they're 10-0. and 0. Perfect 10 in a row for Baylor, but they are only lost one game in 19, so I would say they're pretty much going to be perfect. Obviously, on the road, they are 5-0 and against the spread away. They are 5-0. and Total's gone under in seven of Baylor's last nine games. And for Kansas, well, they're sort of on the different end of the spectrum. They are only three wins and seven losses in their last ten. Most recently, though, they did win against West Virginia. At home, they're eight and three against the spread at home. They're five and six. The total's gone over in four of K State's last six games. Craig, on this one, well, the Baylor Bears, unsurprisingly, seven point road favorites with a total of 125. Any surprises here? You know, what's surprising here is in college basketball this year, it's been about the upsets and it's been about the, the top rated teams losing to unranked teams. Well, Baylor is the one exception in that rule. Baylor has been very good, and usually you expect teams that are really highly ranked to not be so great against the spread because a lot of times they're laying big numbers. But Baylor's 14-6 and six against the spread, so that tells you they're covering a lot of big numbers, including uh, recently they uh, beat TCU with uh, covering 11. They won at Iowa State uh, covering by or, uh, a spread of four. Uh, one at Florida, which Florida... Um, isn't as bad as what their record suggests. Uh, there was a two-point spread they covered. Uh, they, they covered a 10.5-point spread, Oklahoma. So, I mean, they are 3-1 their last four against the spread. I think you have to continue to lay the points with Baylor. Kansas State, yes, they've at least been a little better for betters. They've won three uh, in a row as far as against the spread mm -hmm. in four of their last five. But I just think Baylor is just too good defensively. They rebound the ball. Um, I just don't think this uh, uh, Coach Drew allows his Baylor team to take many nights off. I like, uh, in, a sh in a quick turnaround for Kansas State, I just think it's a really tough spot uh, to get a very good Baylor team. Anytime you have to go to West Virginia, remember that's the outlier. They're not in 
the Midwest. Uh, Baylor, or uh, the travel to Morgantown is very difficult. Have to travel back home and then face uh, top two or three team in the country is just too much. Let's lay the points here with Baylor, uh, minus seven. I think Baylor rolls in this one. Uh, talk to me about Baylor. I mean, just how good is this team, and could this go all the way? I think this is probably my favorite team right now to, to win it all. Obviously, I wouldn't lay um, lay the wood, as they call it, with uh, the, the short odds you get in the future market, but if you just said, hey, you get any one team right now, I'd say Baylor. They just don't have a lot of weaknesses. Right now, you look at almost all the other top ten teams, They all maybe not Gonzaga. Maybe Gonzaga and Baylor are the two teams that don't have obvious weaknesses. Everybody else has an obvious weakness that when they don't play their best, they can't win. Baylor, can, uh, Baylor and Gonzaga both cannot play their best and still win on those games. And that's what you have to do because when you got to win six games in a three-week period, you're going to play one of those six games. Guess what? You're not going to shoot well. Uh, something's not going to go right. Someone's going to get injured. Can you overcome that? I think Baylor and Gonzaga are the two teams that are most suited to do that. Well, what about Kansas? Because their record almost as good as Baylor, playing in the same conference. Yeah, I just don't believe in Kansas as much. Um, I, I'm not. A, I've always not liked Kansas. So always had smaller guards, and I think in the NCAA tournament, eventually you run up against a team that has big guards, and I think that's going to cause them big troubles. I, it's not like I don't like Kansas. It's just I think you have to win six games in six days. Um, that's one of these games you're going to face a monster team like this Baylor team, like Gonzaga, that aren't going to allow those guards uh, to shoot over top of them, and that's going to be a big problem for Kansas. All right, let's move along. One more game, Texas Longhorns, Kansas Jayhawks. Well, we were talking about Kansas, spoke about them just now, but the Longhorns 14-7, and 8-13 against the spread. The Jayhawks 18-3, and 12-9 against the spread. As for Texas, they're 5-5 five and five in the last 10 on a two-game win streak, most recently beating Iowa State 72-68. to 68. The total's gone under in six of their last nine games and away. They're 3-3 three and 3-3 three and three and three against the spread as well. They are 4-4 four and four in conference. And for the Jayhawks, well, it's a bit of a different situation. They are 10-1 and one at home and 5-6 and six against the spread. They are 9-1 and one in their last 10. They're actually on a six-game win streak beating Texas Tech. 78-75. Now, uh, Michael Jankovic will be out for this game, as will Sylvia D'Souza is a question mark for this one. The total's gone under in eight of their last 11. Uh, Craig, obviously, they're going to be big favorites, and they are at home, 14.5-point home favorites, with total of 131.5. Does that sound about right? It actually does, which is the shocking part of this. And Coach Shaka Smart, one of my favorite guys to bet on when he was at VCU, since coming to Texas, he's just not been consistent. He's had the talent, but he hasn't put up uh, the big wins like he did at VCU. Of course, the big run to the Final Four, that was uh, his big shiny moment. But 8-13 uh, and 13 against the spread, this Texas team. So not good in Kansas, like you said, 12-8 uh, and eight against the spread. So very solid team. I think, though, it's just a little too many points. I think you have to take the 14-and-a-half here with Texas. You know, Texas, after that embarrassing loss to West Virginia, at West Virginia, uh, 97 to 59, close loss at a very good LSU team. Uh, then they came back and won at TCU, and uh, impressive uh, win at home against Iowa State. So I think this team is headed in the right direction. Uh, they've covered two straight games. I think you take Shaka Smart and Texas here to cover the big spread. All right, that's going to wrap the college basketball section for us. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can find this podcast up on the website immediately after the broadcast at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. We hope you will download it and 
listen to us while you're working out or driving or whatever it is you're doing. All right, we'll be right back with more on Picks and Parlays right after this. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.